Hello, and welcome back to the No Score Review Show. I'm your host, Nick Green, and I am once again joined by one of my favorite guests, Michael Bentley. Welcome back, Michael. Hi. New haircut every episode. Every episode. He's going to shave his head next time. When that will be, nobody knows. Uh, Today, we are reviewing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. If you are uh, paying attention to the YouTube channel, we had just reviewed uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, for us, it was almost a month ago now. Um, but uh, yeah, we're back to review the highly anticipated sequel on my end, at least. The squeakquel. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it'll be a spoiler-free review for the first little bit here. I'll do an explicit spoiler warning once we want to get into our highlights and lowlights. Uh, but for now, we'll just get into our general thoughts and maybe a bit of our expectations. So, uh, Michael, where do you want to start for uh, how you feel about this film? Um, I I generally am beyond impressed by the like the talent pool they brought in for the animation of this. Mm-hmm. It's just like it is honestly like. The, the the amount of time and effort that must have gone into all that, like all the fusions of styles that yeah. went into it, is just like is is genuinely just like jaw dropping. And the fact that there's like three or four scenes of like character just dialogue, which like not to knock that is there, like especially the crowd sitting on the rooftop having all that background action. Yeah. Um, good good times. Like there's three or four scenes where things actually like slow down, and the yeah. rest of it. It's just constant motion. Yeah. And it's just like absolutely insane the fact that they accomplished this. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's genuinely like I don't I don't know how. Like like I like how many years has it been since Into the Spider-Verse again? Uh five. Just a little short of five, because the yeah, first this, one came out in December of twenty eighteen. So Yeah, this feels like ten years of work. Yeah. This feels like ten years of work that they put in. They absolutely like uh, they had a high bar to meet with the first century and they surpassed it like, uh, and then some it's, it's crazy. It like, they had to have had the script already figured out. And then it's like mm-hmm. into the spider verse goes into theaters. Like, okay, keep working, keep working. We got to get this out in five years time. Um, should like one of my one of my thoughts, one of my hot, one of my general highlights, um, and I'm, I'm giving you a space here if you want to bleep this or cut this out because I'm not sure if it's going to oh, be. But you okay. consider a spoiler. Um, can we talk about the fact that there is a third one? Because not a lot, a lot of people are blindsided by that. I I think, yeah. Okay, so personal preference or not preference, but like personal um, awareness of it. I knew going into this, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, part one, because I think when oh, part two, <laughs> uh, well, this movie in particular was going to be a part yeah. one, because um, I I don't remember how the original announcement of this movie went, but the initial trailer or like teaser or whatever that came out, um, like mentioned, I because I don't even know if Across the Spider Verse was confirmed as like the the subtitle, mm-hmm. um, or if it was just Into the Spider Verse. Uh, part one or something or maybe it was across the spider-verse part one or something at the time but it was very clearly mentioned that this movie was going to be a part one of two movies um 
it still we won't get into spoilers for it but it yeah. still blew me away uh with like how things go in the movie um and i think that's just mostly because i just wanted to keep going and i was so uh invested in where it was going um that like i had jaw dropped i'm like those motherfuckers i didn't want it to end it was it was uh still surprising on my part but yes this very much is i don't think that's a spoiler at all yeah um, um yeah just just because like for me i didn't know there was going to be a, a number oh, three really? like i did okay. well i i i was like i don't think i even watched the whole first trailer i was like okay cool yeah so yeah they're doing a part two this is when cool i'll watch it then and just ignored everything else mm-hmm. and i think a lot of other people had a similar experience and i think there's a lot of that like rage online where it's like mostly meme but you can tell some people are like actually upset by it yeah um i i think that it was a i'm on the camp where i think it was a good decision to end it where they did specifically because um they had they had there's clearly so much story to cover and mm-hmm. they're really taking their time to do it i do think for any watch parties um it would be very nice if someone who like you know respects people's time could like splice together a version of like into and sorry across and beyond the spider verse into one two and a half hour movie and not like a five hour sit down to get the whole experience right yeah 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 they definitely take their time but i think like if you really wanted to be efficient with your story like you probably could have cut out because i also uh i haven't mentioned this yet but i also just got out of my second screening of the film i i booked an imax ticket as soon as i got home from my first screening just Um, just got out literally if you if you pan the camera a bit to the the (laughs) side it's just like there's the imax yeah (laughs) right behind this window over here um but uh yeah i definitely noticed my second time around especially there are some things if you wanted to be really economical with your runtime like there's stuff that could have been trimmed for sure because like you could it's definitely a lot of style over uh substance with some things with like some introductions to characters and whatnot um but i still think it works relatively well and it, I mean, it will be a long like marathon in the future or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm glad I take, I would take that over um, like rushing storylines or like the worst case scenario of like condensing it into one film. Um, like but, the, there yeah. is, there is some ups and downs. I feel mm-hmm. like there, I think they kind of repeat the scenes with Miles having problems with his parents two or three times. And I'm like, I could have gone for one. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, but on the upside, the fact that they give did give the time breathing space, you basically got the Spider Gwen mini film. Yeah, yeah. That uh, we won't go into too much detail for it, mm-hmm. but like that is one of the things I liked about it was uh, I loved that they gave other characters like time to breathe, and it wasn't like a, just a bunch of side characters uh, like behind Miles, and that. It wasn't just Miles' story. We got, we still got a little bit of time with other characters, which was great. Um, but uh, yeah, I just to kind of wrap up our general thoughts, so we can get into things a little bit deeper. Um, blown away by this film. I I don't know how they managed to raise the bar yet again. Um, this, like like you said, Michael, this animation team shows. Uh, like their prowess and the whole reason 
the industry kind of got an upset in the first place with that first mm-hmm. film and how oh, uh, like everyone's still chasing their tails for oh, this great. revolutionary like, look. I don't know what this look is called. I'm sure somebody's coined a term that we're supposed to call it now, but like it's like it's, well, it's I mean it's the n- spider verse look for now. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like nuts. Like I, I would say that's like the first spider verse movie um was maybe a bit more like tangible like i'm thinking of that shot where miles is running and like his hand touches the taxi cab and Mm. like in that way the world feels more solid but by having a more liquid world i guess you could call it just like the action is just so expedient because like everything's a lot softer in terms of line work and detailing Mm -hmm. in the backgrounds and the uh, interactable objects that it's just like everything and just go um but yeah, no, I love, I love the, like, this has, this has like taken the fact that like five years ago they set this style mm-hmm. and then like the big contenders for it would be like Mitchell's versus the machine, which was the same company. They made use of that kind of, it's, it's not even the same style, but like they kind of like mixing in like the detail lines and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like taking squash and stretch to its absolute limits. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Then uh, Puss in Boots, they, they did it. And it mm-hmm. looks like Teenage Ninja Turtles, the new one, they're gonna do it as well. Like yep. in the trailer, like they were like, um, so we're gonna put all of our focus on character animation. You can tell this because all the storefronts are just like basically crayon drawing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, oh shit! Like oh, the characters in that movie gonna like fucking, zoom. they're gonna zoom. Yeah, totally. Um, no, it's but they they went and they raised their own bar. They were like, which is like, I don't know what's gonna happen in March. Like I don't know what comes next. Yeah. Me too. Um, I think uh, not just the animation uh, blew me away. Like this, the story they deliver as well is a very, with how bonkers crazy they go in this film, just dialing up that multiverse uh, dial to 11 again. Uh, it's like, yeah, they had it at 11 with Into, and now it's like they found 12 uh, with Across and um but they still managed to deliver like a very cohesive story and a very compelling story um miles's journey throughout the film is like keeps you on the edge of your seat with how things are going to transpire um and leaves you with your jaw dropped uh much like i was at the end of the movie um and the like all the references and Easter eggs, because like uh, marketing for this film is like uh, advertising the fact that there's like the spider society and stuff and all of the mm-hmm. different Spider-Men. Um, the, the references and the Easter eggs don't bog it down, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have easily just been a reference fest the whole time. But I think we still get a lot of like important plot details and character moments in, in like particularly in the spider society moments yeah. of the film. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was amazing. I just love the uh, attention to detail, like the amount of synergy going on because it's not just the animation team that's putting the legwork in. It's like the music department, the, uh, like the sound department overall, uh, the performances are cast so well with each distinct character. And it's like, each character has their own like theme. They have all their own motifs that are like delivered throughout the film consistently to give us a clear image of how that character works. They make choices that make sense for their character. 
Um, and it all just really delivers a very cohesive package of distinct, memorable characters uh, that are able to stand out in a crowd of hundreds of Spider-Men. So uh, I think mission accomplished for sure on that. Um, but yeah, I absolutely recommend this film. If you liked the first film, um, if you're a diehard Spider-Man fan, uh, you need to go see this film if you haven't already. Uh, there you go. Oh, nice. You got like a, what is that? It's a collectible ticket. Oh, no way. That's so cool. Did you like get, did you just buy your ticket in person at the theater and that's how you got it? Or what? No, they were just handing them out as you went in. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, man. Dang. That's very cool though. And then I think, I think like, so this is the cover portion and then yeah. like the back will have different Spider-Man. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, I strongly recommend it. If, uh, you're into animation at all, this is the movie to see, uh, to see how, just how they raise the bar, uh, on themselves again. Um, and if you're a diehard Spider-Man fan, you gotta go see it. Um, so yeah, with that, unless you have anything else, Michael, I think this is where we can get into full spoiler territory for this film. So if you don't want to know anything going into, uh spider-man across the spider-verse then click off now pause the video come back once you've seen it uh to get our thoughts on the film in depth um so yeah highlights and lowlights time michael um where would you like to start i I, I, let's actually i'm gonna interrupt you uh from my question i'm asking you (laughs) um i'm gonna answer it for you i want to continue on our little talk that we started about gwen I love the fact that they gave her basically a like there was a whole prologue in the film yeah. that just deals with her, which is great. I, I loved that so much. No, like the the drumming sequence was like genuinely amazing and how like a time to the animation mm-hmm. was like next level. And I love that like it's it, it did and this is like a real nitpick, it did bother me that like in in like Miles's world, you couldn't tell she was a different animation style, but like in her own world, it's like there, there's there's something very different going on here. Yeah, like totally. The, but I, I love like the the bleeding backgrounds that like yeah. the more the more emotional things get. Yes, yeah. it felt very uh, Gimme Tarotovsky esque, like the whole like like remove all the background noise so you can focus on just the characters. Yeah, it's very oh. simple color palettes, very straightforward. Um, it's like the whatever the characters are going through and feeling in that scene distilled down to its essence, which is really cool. And it really makes those scenes stand out from the rest of the world, um, which is already so like beautiful. I love uh, Gwen's theme as well, her music theme yeah. uh, while she's swinging around and stuff. Um, and just the way it, it it like gives us a little bit more insight into her character as well. Like it expands on that brief uh, montage sequence of how she got her powers and stuff, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Gives us a, bit, a little bit more background on that. Her relationship with her dad was really good. And I love that they touch back on that too. It's not just a prologue setup. Like it actually has some meaning later on too, which is really great. Uh, gives her a nice... Uh, uh, resolution within the film which is really good mm-hmm. it's one of the things that helps keep this film uh, maybe not grounded is the right word but it just it helps so that this middle chapter in a trilogy doesn't feel like just that yeah. um, there's there's stuff to find in this film that you won't like be able to pick up on um, from either 
uh, other movie, which is great. Um, another small highlight I have, I love the design. I mean, it's just going to be a lot of design praise with this film because yeah. it's just such a beautiful film, but I love the Renaissance uh, yeah. looking vulture. That was so good. That was such a cool surprise too. I wasn't expecting like a, a an anomaly vulture. Well, like what was great about it was that like they kept to like their their own rules and like they went in like how like um a lot all the all the spider people who mm-hmm. are more comic book like have their thwips and pops and like comic book lines and then vulture has like the the sketch lines that come in with like like figure 79 will pop in and for a yeah. second and he's like it's it's this whole different thing mm-hmm. um and it's really like it's really showing how how much you can play in animation yeah when you kind of just like take the rails off it's not just like oh this is vulture he's as if he was from the 1870s but he like he matches everyone else in appearance yeah it's like, like this is this is how his world and universe operates mm-hmm. and i like the fact that they're like recognized like but it's an animated world it's like a hand-drawn anim- it's a, no it was really great um it's it's the advantage i think this team has over the others where the whole premise of the movies they've Mm -hmm. like worked on for the spider-man films anyway um the multiverse just allows you like the multiverse and animation like go hand in hand so well that like you can really take those like guardrails off like you said and like Mm -hmm. even even uh like break down the walls that you as an animator have built up over the years of like, no, they don't have to be different, but similar. Like they can, they can be as different as we need them to be or want them to be. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, like, especially in this instance where Vulture stood out so much compared to Gwen's world too, which was Mm -hmm. really nice. Um, Yeah. That was a fantastic intro. Uh, And it was a great setup for Miguel and Jess uh, as well yeah. that was i mean this was a great starter set piece too to uh set the tone of the, of the film yeah. as well when, when is jess gonna have that baby because like yeah. she was pretty pregnant when she first showed up and then there were like four or six months later and she was still pretty pregnant yeah unless she unless that was kid number two or something yeah well i'm I, even in my second viewing i was trying to pay attention to that but i didn't pick up on it if she was in fact uh still pregnant when uh like miles gets into the picture yeah or if she had delivered the baby already i i can't quite tell i'll have to pay attention again in the in the subsequent Um, rewatches but uh yeah it was a great intro i love love the 2099 design i love the webs look i love the the, like synth the synths uh like um theme for him as well it's so so good man I already loved the like design. The 2099 suit was like one of the suits I wore the most in the uh, PS4 game just because it looks so cool. Um, but yeah, that was a fantastic intro sequence. And then um, then we get to jump into Miles, Miles uh, world again. Um, a lot of the humor works really well in this film. It's like uh, it had me mm-hmm. laughing out loud a lot of the time. Spot, a lot of spots... Uh, oh, delivery yeah. is really good. Like that, 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 like that, like convenience store section with Spot. Uh, who yeah. did the voice acting for him again? That was uh, Jason Jason Schwartzman. He's fucking incredible. It's like it's so yeah. great. Yeah. 
No, he did. He's he's such. He was like, like the progression of him, um, going from like slapstick villain of the week, as yeah. Miles calls him, right, to this like, horrifying like deity, almost this like existential yeah. like co- cosmic horror entity, almost. And I like that they had like a midpoint. I like that like I thought it was going to be like when when they did the futuristic reconstruction of him like creating the portal and like he puts his his finger in like the black goo. Mm-hmm. I thought okay, now he's going to be a bad guy. But I like that he went from like being like a schlub. Yeah. And then there was like a midpoint where like he's like powerful enough to basically ignore like three or four Spider-Man. Yeah. But he's like still he's still like um the Indian Spider-Man is like, you trying to eat pair of me? He's like, no, no, it's not like this. It's not like this. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> oh, I love chai tea. tea. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was, that it, trackable it was... progression for that villain as well. Um, he's, like, he's very good. like everyone else, I love Spider-Man India. He is such a, he's such yeah. a great time. Yeah. He's such a big bundle of joy and like yeah. energy and I love it. I think uh, one kind of, uh, not... It's kind of a low light. Uh, I just It's more of an observation, actually. Just with that kind of middle section when they're in... Um, oh, what is it? Is it uh, Mubhattan? What is it? Um, Mumbai Hatton or something? Yeah, Mumbai Hatton or something. Um, that, like, we get two brand new Spider-Man intros very close to mm-hmm. each other, um, which, like, I noticed the second time around because you get... Uh, uh, Spider-Man India's intro and then Spider-Punk's mm-hmm. intro like very close after that they're both very well done and very like uh, excellently executed stylistically um, but in terms of like the pacing a little bit it's a little weird because like you have that um, like exhilarating like chase sequence and uh, like ramp up to get to the collider but then you take a break really quick to introduce two new Spider-Man. It's it maybe could have had like a little bit more uh, fine tweaking and like spacing out maybe a little bit, but mm-hmm. I still think it really worked uh, overall. And I I absolutely loved uh oh what was his name Ho- Hobie Ho- yeah Hobie yeah he was very good. I loved the part he played in the overall story too like back when I said characters making choices that make sense to them, like he's just pure mm-hmm. chaos. So he like really throws a wrench into the whole spider society thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's very good. Another quick uh, thing while I'm on the topic of spider punk, I it's kind of, again, not so much a low light, but a question that might just need answering with rewatches when he leaves spider society. If you remember Michael, he, yeah. it looks like he tosses his watch yeah, away does. right before he leaves yeah. but then later on he delivers his watch to Gwen in her universe see that that's the thing when they're walking um, and Miles is talking to him about like oh I want to join this up I want to join other universes and he says yeah. well, just do that on your own and then Hobie and then Miles replies well I need a watch for that and then Hobie says why don't you just build your own and then the one he delivers okay. to Gwen the one he delivers to Gwen is like Oh, it's like, like all a, cobbled together and it's right like right it, it wasn't the like yeah okay yeah. okay i wasn't also, i couldn't remember if it was just that that way already that he styled no. his or if it was okay so he built the, his the, own also the portal that that the the british watch the british watch or the punk watch i guess yeah opens, yeah yeah like isn't the 
comic bubbles. It's like the right. it's his theme. It's all yeah. The okay. Okay. And right. Yeah. Uh, Union Jack colors. Just needed a, a little bit of clarification on that because that was something um, I noticed. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, for me, I do. I do. Unfortunately, have a low light. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that is, I don't quite know if I agree that the spider society would be like that. I can see Miguel O'Hara being like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't quite know. It's just because the way Spider-Man is, is he's always, I know they have the, with great power comes great responsibility, but the moral direction of Spider-Man in 99% of universes, especially Peter B. Parker, is always like, find the way to save the most amount of people possible. Mm-hmm. And it just feels so out of place for me that Gwen and Peter would have, and then also Penny and Spider-Man Noir and Peter Porker, that they're all signed off on this idea of, we'll just, we know that Miles's dad is going to die and we're fine with that because that's the way of the universe. Like I, I, I feel that the Spider-Man that I, I know would have gone like, fuck the more the way the universe works we'll find a way around it they would have had like every peter parker working on a way around this web thing and then like uh miles we're gonna put your dad in stasis for like however long we need to and then he'll be safe and i i I understand that's the core conflict of the film and it Mm -hmm. gave us that really incredible chase scene yeah the million spider-men yeah especially the really fucking goofy shot of them all on the rocket um (laughs) yeah I, I'm I'm glad for what it gave us, but I don't know if I can agree that that number of Spider-Men would agree to that. I don't know if we're going to get Spider-Man Civil War or something when a bunch right. of us are questioning. Yeah. But the fact that that large number of them reached that conclusion and agreed to it, yeah, it, it bothers me. It bothers me. I I think the the way the way I go with it from my understanding in terms of like the core group. Uh, I think they um, like demonstrated their understanding of it pretty well. And I think they, I think I can get on board with the fact that they would sign on because of that whole mantra of like, save the most amount of people you can. And they were like, just like, Hey man, if that's how this whole thing works, this is like bigger than all of us. So this is just how we kind of have to play along when we have to. Um, then yeah i i believe that but then as when it gets bigger to the whole spider society i could i could see like whether they actually write it in there to actually explain it very well is a different thing but like i can see because gwen says like a lot of these guys are like day players or whatever right they're not like permanent members um so i imagine like nowhere near that amount of them actually are fully filled in on what's going on or how this whole thing works um and they're just kind of called in when they maybe need some backup or whatever or like if one of them is has a specialty in something right um and like again also going back to like spider-man noir and like uh pork uh peter porker um like yeah yeah uh like not all the spider-man even know uh what's going on right like some are just in their own universes like uh, off on their own right but, but so, my counter to that is the fact that they that penny and porker and noir they all walk in the room when miguel is giving this lowdown they're all quietly surrounding him 
uh, not all the Spider-Man, but specifically Penny. She's yeah, Penny's there. Yeah, and I remember Porker's also there. He's the sad pig, and just like I don't, I don't vibe with that. Like I, I understand that this is a different universe, mm-hmm. and that there is a story to follow. And in a way, this can be seen as a nitpick because I'm kind of being like, why isn't your version of Spider-Man conforming to my version? I understand that. Mm-hmm. But it does bug me. I if, if it was meant to be that not everyone was filled in, um, I would have preferred that to have been clearer, like way, way clearer instead of having to be extrapolated. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I especially don't know about Gwen and especially Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Parker would be like, fuck, we're not going to let your dad die. Like, no, not in a million trillion years. We're going to find another way. Um, yeah, yeah, if, I if can the see solution, that. If the solution does end up being, oh, we'll just stop your dad from being captain in number three, I'll be like, hmm, mm, I don't know. Did they never try, They never tried that? They never tried that? <laughs> yeah, but I don't maybe, know. Maybe... I... Maybe the implication is that if you if you deviate at all, if you would, if you save his life in any way, it like deconstructs everything. Maybe that's the implication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, there, or maybe Miguel is too afraid to try anything. Is the implication where Could he's be. like, "Well, what if you what if you try this and it kills a bajillion trillion people?" Mm-hmm. Well, and I I actually could see potentially them delving into Miguel's complacency a little bit more because they do say he tried. And that's the whole reason he's doing this whole thing is because he tried it and it went horribly wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So like to, and like, it would also potentially give him a little bit more um, dimension as well, where like, he has enough dimension. He was, he tried, he gained a lot (laughs) of dimension dimension is shattered. Uh, He uh, yeah, he tried once and then he's like, okay, well I'm not, I'm not going to try any other angles ever Mm -hmm. again because it can go horribly wrong. Um, so if they go in that direction, I could definitely see that happening. Um, and I, I feel like you could probably write your way out of several situations. Like Peter yeah. B. Parker's got a kid now, so he's maybe not as involved anymore. He's a little, he's way more hands off again. Um, yeah. Gwen is really using this whole opportunity was using this whole opportunity as a crutch to get away from her father, right. Or stay mm-hmm. away from her father and avoid dealing with that confrontation. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they follow through with the rest of this. Um, but I do appreciate if if at the expense of some of the character of Spider-Man and Peter Parker, I do appreciate their angle on this whole story of like challenging the ideals of Spider-Man yeah. um, and seeing what that looks like a little bit and using Miles as the, the linchpin through that whole thing. Um, I still no, think it's... it works pretty well. But it, it I can is, definitely see where you're coming from, yeah. for sure. It, it it's most likely a questions that the writers have asked themselves. I just hope they haven't written themselves into a corner. Yeah. Because if this all if this all like ends in number three with like easy peasy lemon squeezy, we saved your dad, and Miles now understands our term perspective, and he's now a full time member, and we're just going to go on with Spider Verse team, and everyone's copacetic. I'll be I'll be decently disappointed. Um, I expect a pretty big blowout between him and Gwen at the least of like, you, you decided it was okay for my dad to die. Thanks. So yeah, I actually want to bring up another thing and this is something they've kind of, not that they've like put off again, but like just mm. something they keep teasing around with is the dynamic of Miles and Gwen. 
And we touched on this, I think, a little bit in our in the re-review show for Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Maybe me and Shay went into it more a little bit. Um, but the will they, won't they of Miles and Gwen still doesn't really go anywhere necessarily. Um, I imagine it'll probably get resolved in the third film. But like considering the events of this film, mm-hmm. I would find it personally a little bit wild that they would end up together. Yeah. Cause like even taking away all of this, I was even just thinking about this as a concept and I understand they can build the technology and whatever to get to different multiverses whenever they want. But like, that's like the long distance relationship to end all long distance relationships. Right. It's like, why, why would you even entertain the idea of having a, a relationship with someone from a different universe, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a suspend your disbelief a little bit, but like well, bringing the uh, events of this film back in to the fold, I find it yeah. very hard to believe how they could uh, resolve to that high of a point, right? I, I, I know they'll at the very least uh, make amends and become friends again. And honestly, I kind of hope it just remains as that. I would love that mm-hmm. just to be a really strong friendship dynamic that they build. Um, whether that happens is we'll see. I won't hold the film or I, ho- I won't hold it against the film. I won't hold the film. I won't, I won't buy the, the DVD. Get that away from me. I won't hold it. Get away. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's Miguel. <laughs> that's Miguel. They didn't, they didn't cover him being a vampire. I was, I was just going to touch on that. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's a very low priority, I think in the grand scheme of things a little bit, uh, with how they're telling the story, but, uh, yeah. Um, um, it was, Miguel as a character was very back and forth because like there was his version in the end of Spider-Verse 1 where mm-hmm. he's like, ba- he he's like, like a cross- between like spy like peter b parker and peter a parker where he's like he's kind of goofy but he's like he's doing his job and he's really very good and but yeah he's he's, he's like the 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 uh solemn like brooding type but he's in a like comedic dynamic with lila which yeah, i really appreciate a goober he calls it a goober oh yeah 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 and then and then she's like, oh, but no, it's not a goober, it's a thinger. Like that they, they have that, yeah, yeah, they have that thing. But then in this movie, um, they do that we, a little bit too, especially in the do. prologue, right? Hmm. And, but it feels a little bit jarring for him to pretend, like when he's like when Peter's coming around with the baby and he's pretending to be brooding and holds the baby like this, like it, it's a little bit jarring. Um, I think like, that's when I think there's a switch that they flip mm-hmm. in that whole encounter in that whole chase sequence where he's like that switch happens once miles breaks free of the, the yeah. web trap. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he like goes after him and he's like, he's like, okay, th- there's uh, no holds barred anymore. I'm going to do whatever it takes to save the multiverse. Um, so I think that's pretty clearly defined. Cause it's not like he, uh, well, I guess there is a couple like not quippy moments, but comedic moments later in the film. Cause like Peter B Parker and Jess are arguing about Peter B Parker being a good teacher at the end of the film. And then uh, Miguel chimes in like, 
would you both just shut up so we can get him right like that type yeah. of thing he's like you're um, both terrible you're both terrible. yeah yeah you're, you're both terrible um yeah so it's like my my assumption is that we're gonna see the disillusion of the spider society in the third one that or it's gonna break off into two branches those that follow miguel and those that follow hobie where like the branch that follows miguel is more like the time variance authority where they're like mm-hmm. everything must meet these boundaries we can keep the universe safe and the time and the ones that follow hobie is like um fuck anything being sad ever <laughs> like yeah. if you see if you've seen those like goku saves memes on youtube they're just gonna do that we're like at moments of like mass tragedies no when we grab the villain's hand like ah you stop that <laughs> um but i guess the one thing we have to like touch on is um miles the miles the prowler I almost, I almost called him Miles the Predator. That's very different. It's very different. <laughs> Where he's hunting Arnold Schwarzenegger in the de- yeah. in the jungle. But both have the vision. Both have the glow in the dark vision. That's true. Yep. Um, uh, Miles the. Predator. That was a pretty big reveal towards the end. Not only that he's the Prowler, but that Miles was in the wrong universe. That was a pretty big like, oh shit, moment for me. Oh, I I I, I caught that when it went to the screen. Did you? It said, yeah, it said uh, universe forty three, and they kept saying that Miles is universe sixteen ten. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I caught that on the the second pass, but yeah. like it, it washed over me, and like I'd like to defend myself a little bit because yeah. there is a lot in this film. This is a information overload sometimes, or maybe not information overload, but a cognitive overload a lot of the times. So it's like mm-hmm. there's little pop ups coming in and out of the screen. Yeah. I love, I love, because I didn't quite read it in time. This is tangential a little bit. Uh, there was a pop-up explaining uh, Hammer Space when, mm-hmm. uh, in the prologue, I think, yeah. when the vulture regrows his wing. And yeah. I tried reading it the first time, didn't get it. I got, I caught it the second time and it's very funny, the yeah. Hammer Space reference. Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on in this film. But yes, uh revelation that he's in the wrong universe and is now being held captive by himself mm-hmm. uh and his uncle that sounds like a lincoln park song captive by myself <laughs> being held yeah. captive by myself. yeah no with was, uncle aaron that 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 one was a that one was a good twist i was i was under the assumption that early on that when he went to there um to that universe that the other version of him was just like no power whatever like i saw a design for a gauntlet mm. like a little drawing yeah me too yeah 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 so i thought like okay maybe he's a bit techie but he's like a different kind of hero yeah um up until the point where they reach the rooftop and look across it and new york is fucked yeah and yeah then, it looks like arkham city from the batman games yeah. i i am interested to know though what's going on though because uncle aaron like was like i'm not the prowler which makes me wonder if like he passed on the mantle or if in that universe there was never a prowler and then Miles's dad died and yeah. he's like well I'm going to be the prowler uncle Aaron teach me some teach me some moves and mm-hmm. all that other shit no it was I liked it I liked it a lot um my assumption is that that Miles is just like the epitome of like unreasonable that mm-hmm. I think in number three, they're going to try and get through to him. And it's like, sure, there at least be a universe where your dad gets to live. He's like, if I can't have a dad, 
no miles nobody gets dads. dads. Like yeah. I, I can even fucking seeing them be like, whoops, that Miles has a watch. He's gonna go around killing every yeah. <laughs> every person. Oh no. Oh that's so morbid. Um yeah. I uh I imagine um Prowler Miles will be like the first half or so of mm-hmm. or maybe even just like the first act of Beyond, and then we'll get into the spot stuff in Earth 1610. What would be interesting is if what had happened is that Spot had originally gone to Universe 42 or 43 or whatever, thinking that was Miles because of the confusion of the spider bite. Mm. Killed killed his dad because you got your fun like cross time right. streams. And then and then Miles mentioned, I gotta kill, I gotta, I gotta stop the Spot guy from killing my dad. Like, you spot? And then you just got like a Prowler versus Spot but You just see Miles like absolutely try and tear into a guy. Yeah. That'd yeah. be fun. That would but again, be cool. no, I, I fucking love the performance. I forgot this voice actor. I, I love the performance. Jason uh, Schwartzman. Yeah, he's very yeah, Jason good. Schwartzman. He was like, did an incredible job going from like, like a, a schlub who like, he, he looked so new to the game. He couldn't even like walk right. Yeah, yeah. And I like that like for his first wide shot, he, like he had like a belly. And, a like, gut. His, yeah, his yeah, 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 yeah. I, then, like, I love uh, his design. You can see like the wireframe of his character oh, like, yeah, within, yeah. within him. That was a really cool choice. Like, yeah, they were once again like playing with the with the sense of animation where like he's not like it makes him feel like he's not just um, breaking the boundaries of the world of Miles, like with the whole like genre. He's like yeah. this other entity. And then I like that they have a prelude to like the, the fight in India gets more and more. He gets more and more threatening because it mm-hmm. starts with like him struggling a little bit with the three spider-men but then like he finds the collider yeah and then he like just like getting everyone out of the room yeah it's more of a chase than a fight before Mm -hmm. uh he deals with them but i also like the fact that like there's still like the shred of humanity in him Mm -hmm. when he's like okay you out of the room you out of the room you out of the room like he's like he's he doesn't want to hurt anyone but miles yeah yeah um and then like the way he gets more threatening it's just like okay, I've had my fun, and they try and stop him with the web. He's like, think, and like he's like he's like T pose floating towards it with <laughs> yeah. like okay, th- we're getting into we're getting into. Well, the even like now. in his last uh, moments, he's like yeah. doing a cheeky little wave as he's like floating into the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, I I love I love Spot. I I didn't think I I thought that we would wrap around back to him and like an end credit scene. Like I thought that that's what he was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know who the villain of this all was going to be. So I was like, spot was a really fun surprise. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I thought, um, watching like based off the trailers, it, it felt like, uh, Spider-Man 2099 was going to be the main antagonist, but he's, Mm -hmm. he's kind of a, a, a middle antagonist more Mm -hmm. so, uh, secondary kind of, um, antagonist. Indeed. Um, but yeah, I really love Spot. Uh, what else? It's kind of become a, le- a little bit less of a review at this point, yeah. and us just like uh, theorizing a little bit more. Well, um, I think I think that's I think that's fine, just because it's like it's so it is like such an enormous like chunk to take in. Mm-hmm. Like that is the thing because the movie takes a breather every like three or four times. But otherwise, Which I actually like, loved. I mm-hmm. loved the amount of just like straight up. There's a couple characters having dialogue scenes together, mm-hmm. and that's all that's going on. I loved those moments, and they're kind of necessary in 
a film as like big scope as this is. Yeah. Um, which, so yeah, I really appreciated those moments too. It really helped flesh out those characters. Um, oh, and, I guess, yeah. I, I guess like a, a low light that I don't want to miss out on. I missed the, the five man or six man band we had from the last time. I know they technically showed up. Yeah. But we'll I get missed, more of them in the third film. Like I, I really hope so. Cause it'd be very funny if they brought John Mulaney in just to go miles and then, <laughs> all right, bye everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's just, that's the last line of Peter Parker's. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I, I guess like the other, the other surprising thing was that like the way they set up the end of the first movie was like miles had literally like sat down and like light, like went to lie down in his bed, like five minutes after getting home mm-hmm. and then Gwen shows up. Yeah, but in this one, it's like um, a couple months since they've seen each other. It's like a year, year and a bit. Oh right, yeah, yeah, a year and four months or something. Yeah, if you count the end of Spider Verse being uh, the starting point for that. Um, yeah, that's a little fuzzy. Uh, maybe Gwen showed up quickly. I don't know. Maybe not. That's well, kind of a retcon a little bit. Well, it's like it's like one of the things is that like um if you look like Spider-Man 2099 first one, second one, and the second one, he's like the first one he's like this got the Spider-Man build and the second one he's got like the fucking like bodybuilder Arnold Schwarzenegger like brick wall build. Not quite mm-hmm. kingpin brick wall, but like so he's that's a large man now. But mm-hmm. a lot more of menacing. People, a few people I saw questioning that, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay that they're not in any way limiting themselves because like, they'll let it stew and they're like, okay, we don't really like this design anymore. We don't like yeah. this design anymore. Let's, let's update it. MCU has gone through so many iterations of different character designs. Um, albeit like their build doesn't change. They're yeah. suddenly like super swollen from film to film. But like, I think it, it uh, grants a little bit of uh, leeway. You made Between me too films. sad, Nick, because now because now I miss the Iron Man Mark Three, the the original the original orange and gold suit with like its beefy shoulders and shit. Mm, yeah, and then the Iron the Man suits tank. have just like taken this. They got trajectory. slightly more beefy uh, towards the end of the Avengers films. Like I think Endgame uh, was a little bit more like. Uh, Looked a little bit more muscular. I, I don't like I don't like the 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 thing the scale like this nano the nanotech. Yeah, I don't. I don't like think I don't think the end game suit was nanotech, was it? Maybe. Yeah, it was, it was nanotech. Because remember, like he he makes the cannons and then Peppers does the same thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember I, that. I no. miss I miss that original Iron Man suit. It's so definitely much. beefier than the Infinity War suit and the Iron Man three suit. Iron Man three suit was like very uh, mobile and very skinny. Um, anyways, to <laughs> back to Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to, uh, mention very quickly before we, uh, start wrapping up? Um, Donald Glover's appearance was, was fun. Like the, that was the, very fun. the, the, the introduction of like the live action scenes, I liked it. Unplayed, I think they worked but, really well. I, I'm in between on the Andrew Garfield one because like they stuck on it for a long time. Um, which is like in the universe of me watching the movie, I'm kind of like, okay, this shot's really going on. But I understand in a grander sense, there's kind of like an apology going towards the Amazing Spider-Man. 
Well, I mean, I feel like that scene in particular actually works to enhance that that scene that's actually mm-hmm. in the film where like you you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's uh, Garfield Spider-Man. But then like you're realizing, oh, oh yeah, he also had to like endure the death of Captain Stacy. Right. Like it, it has more oh, yeah. weight to it than just like, ah, oh, reference vest. No, I, I get that. Just like the shot went on, like especially the one yep. on Andrew Garfield's face. Like we're we're sitting here. <laughs> we sure are sitting here on this shot specifically. Right. Um, But I like that. I like that they. It, it did really feel like a moment of Looney Tunes back in action when Donald Glover is looking at Miles. And- yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Why do I feel like I'm in Area 50, 52 right now? Yeah, yeah. That whole sequence. Um, but no, I, no, I was like, in terms of comments, it's just like, I have gripes with it. I, I'm a gripey guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to be critical, but this is genuinely one of like the heaviest chunks of animation you will find yeah in in today's world it is it it kind of in a sense and i know this kind of kind of feels like it's blowing out of proportion feels in a sense like how i think people watching steamboat willie must have felt for the first time (laughs) right just like like we we've taken a leap yeah not to bog us down with like the overhanging idea of ai and all that dog shit yeah Um, but this kind of feels like the answer to it where it's like oh you, you you can generate a bunch of images okay make this yeah. Make this with your with your generator. Yeah. You fucking can. Yeah, exactly. It uh so much care went into this uh film just on every level. It was firing on all cylinders. Um mm-hmm. it is a phenomenal film, not just a Spider-Man film. Like there's so much mm-hmm. stuff to love as a diehard Spider-Man fan, but like just as a movie fan, I think there's so much to appreciate. Um, and I, I'm so happy that animation is getting the love and attention it, it like deserves just as a filmmaking medium. Mm -hmm. Um, when we were kids, it was, it was quite literally just for kids basically. Um, so Mm -hmm. I'm glad to see the leaps and bounds it's been taking. Um, and yeah, I, uh, cannot recommend this film enough. It absolutely blew me away. This film has paid for like the next 10 years of every character animator's life. Yeah. Like in the <laughs> well, business, hopefully. this is just like, this is just like, this film is the down payment on yeah, so many yeah. houses for people who like picked up a pencil. The, this film is going like on the top of everybody's resume who worked on it. Mm-hmm. And like, I worked on Spider-Verse and it's like, yeah, there, there was that's a all guy you need. In, there was a guy on Twitter who was like, yeah, I did like two lines in Spider-Verse, but like, this is me. He's like, like, Gutierrez, like I think Officer Gutierrez, which I don't even remember. Like, yeah, yeah. like lucky for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a hearty recommendation from us, I would say. I think they knocked mm-hmm. it out of out of the park with uh what they wanted to achieve with this film. Mm-hmm. Um, they upped the ante. Uh, I really hope I I imagine they will deliver. I have pretty much nothing but confidence in the team. So uh, I'm very excited for next March when we get to see Beyond the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, do you think you'll uh, rewatch it uh, anytime soon? Or are you, are you kind of content? I, I'm, I'm content. I feel like it's, I, I feel like I've absorbed it. Like that is at least the good thing about it is like, even though it's so dense, you can like it is still a very simple story which is incredibly hard to do with multiverse stuff but it's essentially miles 
reunites with his old friends, finds out his dad's going to die, and his friends are like, this needs to happen mm-hmm. to save people's lives. And then it, that's, that's the point of contention. Mm-hmm. And like, there's not, there's not much else you need to really remember from that. Um, I'm glad that they weren't like, and here's like, I, I'm sure this was on someone's mind of just doing like a 128 cam shot of let's do this one more time. And yeah. just like comic books. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was like for every member of the spiders. Oh, we oh, didn't even God. touch on Ben Riley. That's how dense this shit is. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad, Dad. <laughs> I'm glad that he got tossed away. He he got used like one scene too much for me. Oh, really? Um, he got used, but I'm glad that like they tossed him away. I hope Gwen tossed him back to the Spider Society, or else he kind of is doomed to like delete because she took his she took his like. Well, either the Spider Society or his his universe, because like otherwise, two. yeah. Um, just build his own uh, his own watch, like uh, yeah. Hobie did. I guess um, like I guess like one of the things is Hobie I guess is an alternative universe Miles because he he talks about using your palms for the electric powers. So my assumption yeah. was that he's an he's another Miles because he has the because he knows about having to use the whole palms. Yeah, or he's just come across like another Miles or something. That's something I was thinking about as well as if there's like actually other Mileses and other Gwens. That's going to be the end of the third well, one. I mean, I guess be- there is. The answer was in this film with Miles as the Prowler, right? So there's there's That's going to be more. the third film where Hobie opens a doorway as welcome to the Miles Society. <laughs> Miles, we have to let your mom die. The Peter it Porker Society. <laughs> That's uh, a nightmare, I think. It's me, Peter Prowler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then instead oh. of like the instead of like the literal like broom it's like the it's like a fucking like trombone yeah <laughs> a slide whistle um uh, all right i think we can uh, wrap it up there uh it's a hearty recommendation from us um i am very excited to see what shay's mm-hmm. thoughts are i was really hoping they would be on this show but uh they had They're prior not. commitments so they had um, to had to go to work they had to buy <laughs> they had to food. live a life i went and saw spider-man twice this weekend what do you have to say for yourself <laughs> um all right uh do you have any plugs and or recommendations michael um we have our show with scott uh the mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. out of focus show both on youtube and a bajillion trailing podcast places yep. and i have a patreon where i write uh, superhero anthology stories called save the day i'm really glad that i paused and did this for all those because now it seems like i don't remember anything that goes on in my own life (laughs) the save the day uh patreon will be in the description down below um and yeah if you want to see our uh dynamic that we just had for the last hour plus a third person plus like even more chaos then go check out the out of focus stuff plus peter prowler um Cool. No uh, recommendations or anything other um, than uh, Spider Verse. Genuinely, if you haven't watched it, watch Mitchells versus the Machines. If you're uh, don't watch Mitchells versus 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 <laughs> don't don't watch Mitchells versus the Machines if you're having a tumultuous relationship with your father. Oh it's yeah. Not the, okay. Not not the best time to watch it. It will make you cry. But right. if you're not, you should watch it. There you go. Um. A second recommendation for that film. That's yeah. pretty much all you need to know. Uh, yeah, I uh, I I watched it over the pandemic, and I remember enjoying it enough 
so yeah, if you have Netflix and you're looking for something animated, something family friendly to watch, that's definitely something family guy. Yeah, something family guy. Peter Griffin shows up actually. Um, cool. You can find me uh, wherever you're listening to or watching this episode of the No Score Review Show. I uh, recently, uh, if you haven't watched the uh, first episode of the No Score Re-Review Show, we re-reviewed Into the Spider-Verse, uh, the sequel's predecessor. Michael was on that show and Shay was as well. Uh, you can go check that out. I also have reviews up for Star Wars Vision Season 2 where Michael also joined me and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, Michael also recently watched that. Do you want to do a little stinger uh, review quick, Michael's yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I would, I, I, I would, and I've, I've decided on calling it this, I would call it the after party of the MCU. It feels like a nice, solid celebration of everything that made the MCU great, which honestly feels weird to say right now because of what how commercialized it is, but like genuinely Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is like a really nice bookend where like it could stop here and I would be satisfied. Yeah, yeah, I would I would hardly agree with that. Um, as far as upcoming reviews, uh, we've got a lot of summer blockbusters coming up. Uh, I unfortunately, I think have to walk back my promise of reviews for Yellow Jackets Season 2 and Ted Lasso Season 3. I just don't have uh, the scheduling time for it. And uh, I think it's kind of well past its prime for uh, review talk as of now anyway. Uh, but maybe a review show down the line will be out for those uh, in the years coming. Um, but as far as summer blockbusters coming up, stay tuned. I might be doing a review for Transform the new Transformers movie. Uh, Wes Anderson's new film, Asteroid City. Uh, is coming out. Uh, Jason Schwartzman is the lead in that. Um, and we've got The Flash and Indiana Jones 5 coming as well this summer. It's pretty big, pretty big summer. We've got uh, Mission Impossible, Barbie, Oppenheimer, a bunch of big stuff coming. I'm yeah, also going to be doing videos. more episodes of the uh, re-review show for, uh, or it's not really re-review show. There's going to be videos coming uh, covering the Indiana Jones franchise in review and as well as the Mission Impossible franchise interview. So stay tuned for those. I'm not going to put myself through a Transformers franchise review because I don't want to waste that many hours. Um, so that's my short review of the Transformers movies. Um, but yeah, you can uh, check those out once they are uh, released. Um, and then, uh, yeah, if you're into video game Let's Play content, I have got my YouTube channel, No Score Plays, where I primary primarily play uh, indie games um, and I'll occasionally do the uh, uh, like like infrequent AAA game. I'm still uh, plowing through Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So if you want to go check that out or any little puzzle indie games, um, feel free to go check that out. Otherwise, you can find me on Letterboxd and all the socials at no score or at no score reviews. Uh, thank you so much again for watching and listening this episode of the No Score Review Show. Michael, thank you once more, and we'll see you all on the next review. Bye-bye. <laughs>